You know, you know Eiffel 65? I don't think so. You know that I'm Blue song? Oh, no. that I'm Blue. I'm Blue. I thought that was the Green Man. It's the Blue Man group. But he said that if you Why would the Green Man group do a song about being blue? Yeah. So, I'm going to have Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Gradlings podcast. My name is Bowden. And I'm Justin. And I'm Robbie. And we are your hosts. Thank you for joining us again. We are broadcasting from beautiful, almost fall now. Almost fall. Not according to some people who are in the north. But for the for the south, you feel that if we feel that that coolness in the air, we have a little bit of a breeze. It's like eighty seven degrees sweat outside. On it's our eight, skin. No, it's that's not. The that's we get <laughs> no that's sweaty in the summer. But now we're getting to that point where you can actually sit on your back porch and you can sweat. have some lemonade and like all those good southern things. You still sweat a little bit, that's not but it's not is. as bad. It's fall. We're it's football in that. season. Football. Football. There's leaves. There's leaves. Leaves There's are falling. There's leaves all year. Leaves are falling. Leaves are falling. My self esteem is falling. Everything's falling around me. We're the same as shoes now. A whole building scene. Then a whole red maybe get the color boss dying. We are joined with the lovely Alicia Miller. She is a PhD candidate here at UA, finishing up her last year. Very yeah. exciting. Hey. Job market in the spring. All Job the dread, market now. All the fear. Job market now. Interviews in the spring. Ooh. Campus uh. visits. Alicia is from the lovely state of Pennsylvania, where they actually understand what the concept of fall is. Truth. Okay. Um, all right. Completed all right. her undergrad at Penn State and completed her master's and soon-to-be PhD here at UA. So, welcome. Roll Thanks welcome. for joining Roll time. us. We are Penn State. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. okay. And Roll Tide. And Roll Tide. <laughs> no. Well, you know, she has great taste in schools, though, because both schools have a common enemy, and that would be Ohio State, even though they have a wonderful We're linguistics department. We're going to be there department. next week. I know. And I'm kind of upset about that <laughs> because it's Ohio State, but so, it's Slurf. So, tell us a little bit about your research and your dissertation, if you don't mind. So, the overall, the overarching under 10 words, or less, if you want that, is... I want less. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Goals. Goals? One word, goals. One word, goals. Love it. Okay. And there's a really nice, like, face that accompanies the way it says goals. Goals. I wish you guys could see it. It is. It's very determined. We're going to need to put up a picture of her saying goals Goals. onto the website. That can be... Like a GIF. Yeah, or a GIF. Right. I said a GIF. I said a GIF. GIF. That's going to be for another episode. A anyway. linguist needs Moving to on. resolve this issue. Moving but I'm on. graphics, information, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Anyway, so, okay, well, can you give me more than just one yes. word? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Someone tells me your dissertation is pretty long, so go ahead. Well, uh, it needs to be long. So, yeah, I look at goal setting specifically in the foreign language classroom and how that can affect achievement. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So what do you, how do you define achievement? Good question. It is a good question. I have three different (laughs) measures. Okay. Um, I look at final course grade because that's common in the literature. Um, But then in uh, 
linguistics, we also look at language proficiency mm -hmm. and intercultural competence. So I okay. use those three to define achievement. Very interesting. And so what you have already collected your data, you've already analyzed your data, you are pretty much writing up the final manuscript. I have turned in the first final draft. Oh my God. Can you please tell us how that felt? How did it feel when you <laughs> turned it in? Uh, weight was lifted for sure. I was like, please take this and. <laughs> Is there like a ceremony? Like an upload on a well, blackboard? Yeah, blackboard right. Or are you just put it in somebody's box? Like yeah, no, there. I emailed it. Emailed but it. <laughs> I have two more drafts to go through so before least, it's sent out to everybody. Yeah. But. So at least you might get like a little sound effect when you send that email. I know, right? You get a whoosh. <laughs> yeah. A whoosh. So tell me, can you just speak a little bit about the, the results of your study so what okay just give me the entire layout so what did your student what did your participants do because you take a quantitative you take a mixed methods approach to analyzing yes. goals and achievement right mm -hmm. so can you walk us through that what are the steps that you took to set up the experiment yes so i actually combine a couple of different theories from education psychology and second language acquisition and um, with that, I made this goal-setting process, which I call the five A's. The five Ooh. A's. And it works. <laughs> it works because my Shots name fired. starts with an A. So, yeah. Oh. Got to trademark mm -hmm. that. You know. Right? So. Oh, man. That's, that's, I love that. I know, right? <laughs> kind of goes with the Actful's five C's. Yeah. yeah I mean. But better like, than fired against Actful. Like, watch out. So, mm -hmm. okay. So, going so, back to the experiment. Yes. So uh, the first thing that students do, you need for the first five A, I guess I should say, articulation is okay. the first five. Of, <laughs> well, first of the ironic. five, I know, right? Articulation. So to do this, I gave students a goal orientation survey, mm -hmm. which is pulled from achievement goal theory, which states that there are different types of goals you can have. So you can be mastery oriented or performance oriented. Okay, what are those two? So mastery is when you go into a class or into a situation and you want to master the material in that mm -hmm. class. You really want to understand the concepts. Performance is where you want to grade. Um, you okay. want to get an A or a B or something like that. And then each of those have subcategories of approach and avoidance. And So not every student is the same, no. right? So they no, come no. into the classroom, they have different expectations mm -hmm. for both themselves and the outcomes of the class. Exactly. And so this really puts the focus on the student. What mm -hmm. does the student want out of the class? And because each student is there for a different reason. So yeah. it kind of helps to draw that out of them. So I had a question. You said that you use a, you have a mixed methods approach. Yes. And so on the last episode, we talked at length about strengths and weaknesses, um, qualitative versus quantitative, how certain, how quantitative can spotlight certain things that you're looking for versus qualitative and vice, and, and vice versa. Right. Um, when, when you were in this process, how did you actually get to that point where you say, I have to do... I have to do a mixed methods. Like, why Why mixed methods? Like, I'm unfamiliar with that. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I think a lot of the, I don't know, academic community is still not in favor necessarily of a purely qualitative, or yeah, qualitative approach. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people won't even look at research if it's only qualitative, which is sad. Um, so I knew I needed to do something quantitative. Mm -hmm. But I do think that qualitative research can show a ton of information that you can't get from just statistics. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had interview questions, um, short answer questions really, that students answered, and I got a ton of information from that right. part that then informed my 
quantitative data. Okay, awesome. So what were the results of your study? So after I gave them the goal orientation survey, um, I helped them set a goal for their mm-hmm. class. So I, I told them, you know, if they were mastery approach, um, if that was their goal orientation, I said, okay, so it looks like you want to master the concepts. Now, mm-hmm. what specifically do you want to master? Um, what are you interested in learning? If you were performance, um, I asked them, what grade do you want in the class? That kind of thing. And just asked them to write a little bit about that. Okay. So then throughout the semester, I would give them feedback on how they were attaining their goal. Um, and they would self-evaluate as well. And then what I found, which is really interesting, is that if you set a goal, you have a higher final course grade. And you have greater, greater linguistic gains as well. And that so, was used measuring the uh, measuring linguistic competence with the DELE. With the DELE. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So students who set a goal had a higher score. <clears throat> so just coming in and just setting the goal had a better outcome. Well, n- ju- just setting the goal isn't enough. Yeah. You have to have some sort of feedback. So whether that's from a researcher or yourself, you have to evaluate yourself. Yeah. Um, throughout the course of the semester. You can set a goal at the beginning and be like, oh, I want an A, and then forget about it. And so it's, it's kind of that consistent feedback. And it was individualized, too. Yes. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like, a, like an evil... Like, I sounded like I couldn't think of another word to say. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, because I couldn't. Anyways, go ahead. Um, so everything you just <clears throat> discussed... All of that falls under that first A, or did you kind of run through I, all the A's? I kind of ran through them. All, all. right, yeah. cool. So mm-hmm. the articulation is what yes, we have. <laughs> right. articulation. We have articulation. So articulation want, is yeah. stating the goal. Okay, so um, this is actually your research is the first I've heard in the you know goal setting and things in that that respect, and also the in comparison to Justin and Bowden here, I am not a very pedagogy. Uh, focused person. So I was wondering, is goal setting a big area in SLA research? In SLA, no. Oh, okay. This is, as far as I can tell, one of the first studies that looks at this. Mm -hmm. It's huge in education and organizational Mm -hmm. psychology, but it hasn't quite made it over to the language Mm -hmm. department yet. Mm. Does it, is it just kind of like a broad thing usually, a broad application for, for example, sciences or... Right. A lot of studies have done this in like psychology classrooms or math classrooms, Mm -hmm. um, and they won't necessarily be semester long projects. It'll be just like for a certain task. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of Sarah's episode where she took information from that history class and she applied it to Mm -hmm. language learning Mm -hmm. in the language Mm -hmm. classroom. We have a lot of research that's kind of like going interdisciplinary. Yeah. Do you think that that's the way that research is going specifically with SLA? Because there's a lot of research out there. We can learn information from other areas. And if you know education has found something that works in the classroom, we're doing things in the classroom as well. So yeah. I do think, according to Bill Van Patten, SLA is still kind of in the beginning phases. So we still have a lot to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really feel like into the sphere of, like, say, the educational ecosystem, language always gets coupled with art. Courses of study are developed alongside 
art mm-hmm. in school. And so language always gets kind of stuck in this area by itself with art or something, or just, right. in, just in this state. That's but true. I read a paper about communities of practice in a PE setting, oh. mm-hmm. in a physical education setting, mm-hmm. and how groups interact with each other and things like that. In the education school, people are talking about that around me. <laughs> and to me, communities of practice is just your little community of practice in your room. I feel like <laughs> the language teachers are like, shut back <laughs> down in the very like last classroom you know what I mean like down the <laughs> hall and they're the not like having closet. yeah and, not, and like we're not having any contact I mean right. we're we're you know we we don't have the contact with these right. other teachers to know what they're mm-hmm. doing and yeah, and I think Alicia's research is definitely a gateway to bridging that that gap that actually leads me to my my second question mm-hmm. I had um so you did mention that you know what you do is or what you research specifically in second language acquisition is not a common area uh so far so using or borrowing justin's phrase if you don't mind Um, would you (laughs) uh, how 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 has the response been overall because i know Mm -hmm. when you when you um I guess you wade into new waters. Wade, wade in the water. Lots of singing oh, yeah. on today's program. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when you're um, exploring into new territories, um, you get a lot of pushback. So mm-hmm. have you experienced that or has it been overall positive? No, it's been really positive, okay. thankfully, which is great. Right. Um, I think people can see the connections between other research, especially in education, mm-hmm. and how that can affect the language classroom. Right. And... Um, the process that I use is pretty streamlined. It's pretty simple, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a ton of extra effort mm-hmm. to implement it into the classroom. And if students are getting gains of some sort, even if it's a higher grade, if it's more linguistic gains, that's great. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to implement. It's really great. And how did you come to be interested in this in this particular? In goals? In goals. So it's an interesting... Oh, I said interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop saying the word interesting from now on. Anyways, go ahead. I love that. It's kind of a weird, I don't know, way I got to it. I was in the first semester of my PhD, and I was in a class that required us to basically do a research project up until um, the result, like the collecting data Mm -hmm. portion. And I tried my whole master's and all the courses I took, I tried to focus on motivation in general. I've always been really interested in motivation. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was doing Mary Kay that semester. Mm -hmm. And Mary Kay is huge on goals. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I can somehow implement that into the classroom because Mm -hmm. I like this idea of reaching for something. And so I started looking at goal research in general and saw that there really wasn't anything done in second language acquisition in that field uh, or in with goals in general other than you know like actuals standards or Mm -hmm. teacher goals Mm -hmm. and I really wanted the focus to be on students so thanks Mary Kay (laughs) (laughs) that is your one and only plug Mary Kay every every single episode we plug somebody it's usually a bar it's usually a bar it's a bar (laughs) this time it was Mary Kay free plug maybe maybe (laughs) we'll all get we'll all get free Cadillacs free Cadillac the pink ones they're nice I have a friend I have a couple friends who work with Mary Kay but one of them she has she has a she had the Cadillac and now she has the BMW now oh yeah did you did you oh, ever get geez. your jacket? I did. You got the jacket. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Pink. No, it was red. Red. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's red. It's just what they do. It's what okay. they do. Yeah. yeah. 
right. <laughs> okay. So what is the next step for you, Alicia? What is, first of all, you're on the job market and the next step is to get a job, yes, right? That is of most importance. Of most importance. So what is after the job? Well, <laughs> money. <laughs> really? Money? Uh, it depends like? on the job mm-hmm. because I'm not only looking in academia, I'm also looking in government. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends. But yes, I would like to publish and I hope to have more than three articles from my dissertation. That would be very nice. Yeah. We do a part of our show called Lessons Learned where basically we ask you if you could go back and inform first year Alicia. Baby Alicia. What is something that you feel like is a a valuable lesson that you would have would have saved you time that would have made your life easier? What's something that you can give as advice to other grad students starting out? Well, I actually did this, and I think it's one of the biggest things I can say to do is in all of your classes, try and take the final projects or whatever, your essays or whatever, and gear them towards some overarching theme. So for me, it was motivation. Mm-hmm. And within that motivation, like motivation as a field or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, I found goals. Yeah. And so I had when I came to write the lit review for my dissertation, I already had all the research done. Wow. That's amazing. And I had, you know, chunks I could pull from different papers that I had written, which really saved me a lot of time. So pretty much your, like, advice would be to figure out what you like as quickly as possible. Well, just, you know, look at something you like. It doesn't have to be your end result. Yeah. But if you, I knew I really liked motivation. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's a really broad topic. You can't just study motivation, really. You have to... Right. Make it Narrow smaller, down, yeah. but mm-hmm. if you can do that, that helps. And mm-hmm. for those unfamiliar with how much goes into a lit review for a dissertation, how it's many sources are you talking about? I have it currently. Mm-hmm. My work cited list has over three hundred. Three hundred. Whoa. Yep. Those are cited in my dissertation. Mm. No, I read way more. Way more. <laughs> I was yeah. say, if she's got 300, 300. she probably read like 300. I'm not going to waste my time yeah, right. no. on articles that aren't related. You know what no. a great photo would be for Alicia is that we could like kind of put her face on like the 300 like poster. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. You could if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, any kind of advice for somebody who's not at your stage? Like, for example... What about stress management? Because you have been extremely involved in everything going on in the graduate school. Like, Mm -hmm. well, in our department, at least, like, for example, you were the president of the conference. One year you have been president of our graduate student organization for several years. You brought funding to graduate students to go and travel to conferences. It was... At first, we didn't have access to this kind of funding mm-hmm. before, and now we do, thanks to Alicia, through our astounding. graduates. Astounding. So it's great. really I know, funding! <laughs> so, tell me, you're kind of like a master at organization. She's just a master. She's just a master. Master. Well, she's got Mastery a master. Mastery goal. Mastery goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell she me. orients herself in her goals. Yeah, so, see. what do you do to keep yourself not stressed out all the time? Well, it's two-part, I think. Time management is huge, mm-hmm. and I learned I, I got that down pretty well in college, mm-hmm. okay. um, thankfully. And so, I mean, I started out, like, mapping out every hour of my day and what I was going to do when. Mm-hmm. I remember my freshman year of college, 
for finals, I had a final exam study schedule. Oh. And I had this hour I'm studying for this, this hour I'm studying for this, this hour I'm studying for this. And you and were able it was to very, stick to it? Well, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the idea fact that is you there, wrote it down. She articulated you know, the goal. I articulated it. That's the first the step. First, first Articula- of the five A's. You're only Articulate. in that first day, by the way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, okay, so time management. You, how do you juggle all these things that you do? Tell me about your time. You write everything down still by the hour? I started. That's how I started. Now I'm, I'm at a stage where I know when I need to work on certain things and put more emphasis on others. Okay. And what is the second thing that you do? First one is? So time management. uh And then you have to find some other outlet, um, to let that stress out. Okay. So, um, you might not be able to tell, but I love to dance. <laughs> um, like, but the dance workout video or the video games too are fun. Oh, like mm-hmm. the Xbox yeah. Connect. Oh, I used to love. I that, love those. Uh, what do they call it on Xbox? Uh, just dance. Yeah, just, just dance. dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just dance. Mm-hmm. Me and my old roommate used to do that all the time. It was so much fun. Yeah. So I love doing those, and I love um, singing and playing the piano, playing guitar. So nice, kind of just something completely outside of academia. Very different. Yeah, anything that can just like make you not Mm -hmm, think about the dissertation. Yeah, it's a good. Yes, it's a good thing. Well, and taking breaks too. I mean, I took. Brian knows this, so I can say this. But I took the whole summer off. Mm. I didn't write my dissertation. I didn't look at it for four months. That's great. That's great. You and I needed that. it. Mm-hmm. I needed it. And when you came so back to it, you had fresh eyes. You I had were fresh able eyes. To, uh, I was able to concentrate, just sit down and Maybe some inspirations randomly. Mm-hmm. So maybe not four months would be, four months might not be good for everybody, right. but four months. <laughs> <laughs> That's right? That's yeah. just how out, so tuned out yes, you are. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. To kind of wrap up, uh, so what we like to do is one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, we like to to ask our guests to if you could assign a hashtag <laughs> to your experience as a grad student in linguistics what oh. would it be not as goals my, because yeah. that already has a connotation I in know. social media hmm, as my whole experience mm-hmm. achieve mm. i think that goes with alicia have. very well hashtag achievement yeah. achieve. because i mean as justin said you've done you've done a so lot much. you've served You've done a lot of service and stuff, and you have achieved a lot. So that yeah, could be that does hashtag achievement. Like All right, so, we'll go with that. Hashtag achievement. Love hashtag it. achievement. I love it. Nice. All right, thank you so much for joining us today, Miss Alicia. Thank yes. you. For thank you. You the bomb. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can we please just go, guys, before I make more of a fool well, of myself? Before we go, <laughs> if you would like to get in contact with any of us gradlings, Bowden, Justin, or I, or specifically, if you want to ask Justin what is going on with him today. <laughs> <laughs> I have please, a lot of energy. Please shoot us a message at gradlingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, to plug something uh, really quickly, we are currently accepting um, applications, I guess you could say. If you're interested We're in, going global. <laughs> if you are interesting... <laughs> <laughs> Going global. Um, we can. We can. We'll try. Um, we do have some people. We do have already some people set up for next semester that are on universities on the West Coast. And so we're going to be doing Skype interviews with people uh, trying to reach out. So if you're listening and you're interested, please send us an email. Let us know what you're researching and we can hopefully set up a time to meet with you. Very cool. Also going to be plugging this until February, probably. <clears throat> University of Alabama will be hosting its annual language conference in February. Uh, the theme is the crossroads between language and identity. If you work in a academic field at any level, undergraduate, graduate, postdoc, 
professional scholar. Professional scholar. Young scholar, even. Yeah, they may not be young. <laughs> <laughs> Any type of scholar. Any, Any type, type of scholar. scholar. Uh, be it you work in psychology, communication, music, film studies, please submit um, or to at least take a look at our uh, call for papers, which is on the website through mlc.ua.edu. I don't know why everyone's laughing. Your chair made a funny Oh, really? Oh, no! <laughs> I apologize for my chair. All right, thank you so much. See you guys next time. We can't wait until like Matthew listens to this. He's gonna be like, oh god. Wait, other people are gonna be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Another time, another judge of God, believe it's a sham. You don't come and not choose, not buy, but not sell, hold the hope of this again, not the cover, no time. All the difference is that, like the shoes of government, you can trust to the man's call to raid the girls. Oh, something.